in Yoruba language, that is referred to as Bisi. And funny enough, Bisi also refers to problem. Now, I'm no pop culture expert and most definitely not a Yoruba culture expert, but I think there's some significance in the fact that the word for debt is the same as the word which translates to problem as well. Whether you have personally borrowed money or not, I think this is a concept we are all loosely familiar with. Debt is money that is borrowed and needs to be repaid. It typically involves a borrower receiving funds from a lender with the agreement that the borrower will repay the lender in the future, usually with interest added. In simple terms, debt is what you owe to someone else after borrowing money. Debt vary concerning the way they work, their terms, and their impact on your overall financial health. Debt comes in several forms. It can be mortgages, personal loans, salary advice, etc. However, most debt can be classified as secured or unsecured. There are also other classes of debt, such as consumer debt, corporate debt, and government debt. Secured debt, pretty much as the name implies, refers to debt that is backed by an asset used as collateral. And if the borrower fails to pay back, the asset used as collateral is transferred to the lender. Unsecured debt, on the other hand, is not backed by any asset and therefore involves no collateral. Examples of unsecured debt are personal loans. Consumer debt encapsulates borrowings by individuals for personal expenses such as credit card debt and student loans, while corporate debt is businesses borrowing to finance operations such as like expansions and other activities. On the other hand, government debt is debt incurred by governments to fund public expenditures such as infrastructure projects or social programs. So now that we have laid a solid background on debt, let's get to the nitty-gritty of it. As I mentioned earlier, whether or not you have taken a business or personal loan, you are at least mildly familiar with how it works. So growing up, I read a lot of books, fantasy books particularly, and in this particular one, there was a charming little village with happy people. They led a simple life and we had peace not just with one another, but with the other villages, other neighboring villages as well. Three travelers on a voyage discovered this charming little village that seemed magical and decided to spend some time there before proceeding to their next location. In the evening, they were all in a pub singing and dancing with the locals and all of a sudden they heard thundering down the cobbled street, a horde or a ton of horses. While the travelers seemed to be utterly confused, the faces of the villagers mirrored despair and weariness. And then they started to ask questions like, why do you guys have this, this same look on your face? They discovered that up in the hills, the travelers had been anticipating hiking for their view housed in Monster. Every couple of years, they sacrificed someone to go serve the monster and no one knew what happened to the chosen for they never returned. And I feel like this is exactly what debt does to your finances. It's like a silent monster waiting until payday or when you record an income from your business to swoop in and make you with a portion of your income. Finance folk allege that not all debt is bad. They theorize that debt which is taken to finance activities like student loans, mortgage and business loans are good, while debt with high interest taken to finance a short-term obligation or debt that is taken to acquire assets that can depreciate such as electronics or vacations are bad. So if you are swimming, or rather drowning in debt and would like to get out of it, what should you do? In this episode, we will consider ways to get out of debt. Debt can often feel like a vicious, never-ending cycle. Sometimes you feel you have a handle on it, and after a while, it feels like you're drowning all over again. 
and the internet is teeming with resources on how to get out of debt and i must say fantastic methods but before we go into method here are four steps i've identified that all the budgets have that you need to start with before picking a budget method the first step is to assess your debt if you assess your debt it can reveal a pattern of impatience overspending or even diminishing income Begin by gathering all your debt information, including your balances, interest rate, and minimum monthly payments. You'd be incredibly surprised to find out the volume of cash flows your bank account sees. Assessing your debt allows you to understand the full scope of your financial obligations and determine the most effective strategies for repayment, such as debt consolidation, which involves combining multiple debts into a single loan with a lower interest rate. The next thing to do is to evaluate your spending. Examining your spending patterns to identify areas where you can cut back or make adjustments to free up funds for debt repayment. These steps involve, this step involves distinguishing between essential and non-essential expenses and finding ways to reduce discretionary spending. This right here is a huge step in freeing of funds because you can often be locked in a cycle where because something is listed on your budget, you have already made mental as well as budgetary provisions for it so you go ahead and spend that money instead. But really assessing your spending habits can show you areas in which you can cut back like you may not necessarily need to have all your clothes pressed, I mean, or you may not necessarily need to eat out every Sunday. Sunday rice is good especially when you make it at yourself at home or allow the bottom of the pot to burn so the jollof can be really smoky. Just things like this can actually show you different ways how you can cut that cut back on your spending. Keeping track of your expenses for a month using a budgeting app or spreadsheet. You review the spending to see where your money is going. You might not realize that you are spending a significant amount of dining out or subscription services until you actually look at your entire finances wholesome. Cutting back on these non-essential expenses can help you redirect funds towards debt repayment. Thirdly, create a budget. Develop a comprehensive budget that outlines your income expenses and debt repayment goals. A budget provides a roadmap for managing your finances and ensures that you allocate funds effectively towards debt reduction while still covering essential expenses. You can list all your sources of income, including potential ones, wages, freelance work, or side hustle, then categorize your expenses into fixed and variable. Fixed such as rent and utilities, variable such as groceries and entertainment. Then allocate a portion of your income to debt repayment, aiming to pay more than the minimum to accelerate the progress. So this means that if let's say every month you're required to pay back 50,000 naira on your debt repayment um, plan, you should aim to pay more than 50,000 naira. This means you have to cut down on other non-essential and sometimes even essential areas of your budget to channel that other income towards debt. Using budgeting tools or apps to track your spending and stay on target is a very helpful way. There are a ton of resources online and at the end of this episode, I'm going to point you in the direction of some. Fourth and final. Well, okay, no fourth and final. Fourth, stick to your budget. Stick to your budget. Impulsive buying, such as, um, you know, you're just out with friends and in that moment, you're overwhelmed with how much you love them and love hanging out with them. So you decide to swipe your card. That's not a planned expense and will, can pile up to become a habit that can reflect in the overall health of your finances. So stick to your budget. Discipline yourself to commit to your financial goals. Avoid info, info, in, impulse purchases. Stay mindful of your spending habits and regularly review your budget. 
these are essential tips for success you can't just you know create a budget and stick with it and never go back to check okay is this working can i tweak it to do this can i tweak it to seem this way and then um implement strategies to curb impulse spending one way i always do that is by waiting for 24 hours if you want to buy something now wait 24 hours in 24 hours if you still want it you can go ahead and buy it or for more serious impulse expenses you can increase the wait time um, set reminders to review your budget weekly or monthly to ensure that you are strain, you're staying on tap and celebrate milestones and progress towards debt reduction to stay motivated. And finally, evaluate your psychology about money. Understand how your attitudes, beliefs and emotions regarding money as these factors can influence your financial decisions and behaviors. For example, sometimes you have hero complex that shows up in the way that you help people out, but you tell yourself that you're doing these things because give and shall be given unto you, or you're doing these things because you want to help those in need, but actually it's just because it's serving your ego or your hero complex. So identify any negative money scripts or limiting beliefs that may hinder your progress toward debt repayment. Don't see it as something that maybe is normal or something that you can't escape escape or something that you've just accepted. Reflect on your upbringing and your past experiences with money to uncover any underlying beliefs or biases. Sometimes the things that we've experienced as children or, um, you know, in our formative years have kind of created this bias in our minds that, that affects how we approach money, making money, spending money, saving money. In fact, everything about money so challenging these negative thoughts or beliefs about money by reframing them in a positive light can go a really long way in helping us, you know, um, eliminate debt. You should also seek support from a financial counselor or, you know, um, or try to assess emotional needs that you may have. If you think it's more serious, then absolutely see a therapist or a financial counselor. Um, to round this episode out, I'm going to recommend two budgeting methods and in subsequent episodes, we can talk about others in detail. The first method I'm going to recommend is the 50-30-20 rule. It's a popular budgeting technique designed to help you manage your money effectively and it suggests dividing your after-tax income into three categories. The first one is 50% needs. So these are ex essential expenses that you must pay to survive and maintain your basic well-being. Examples are like housing, rent, utility, mortgage, food and groceries, transportation, minimum debt payment, healthcare costs, minimum clothes and personal care items, etc. So you allocate 50% of your budget or your income after tax to needs, right? Then 30% should be allocated to wants. These are discretionary expenses that enhance your lifetime but aren't necessarily essential for survival. For example, entertainment, subscriptions, data, streaming services, gym memberships, etc. Um, savings for specific goals like a new gadget, vacation, etc. And then this third category is savings and debt 20%. This category prioritizes long-term financial health goals, for example, emergency fund saving, Additional debts beyond additional debt repayments beyond the minimum, investing in future goals, etc. Depending on your current level of debt, I recommend that you swap the categories. That is, you allocate 30% of your income um, after tax to savings and debt, and then 20% to wants, because this is a very, you know, um a, a healthy portion. So this is you allocating more than just minimum payments to repay your debts, right? It is important to note 
that the 50 30 20 rule is a guideline and not a strict rule so you can adjust the percentages based on your circumstances and your priorities just like i just suggested that you swap the two categories right the categories may also need adaptation if you have high loans you should allocate more than 20 percent so that's allocate 30 percent or more to it and then tracking your expenses is crucial to understand where your money goes and adhering to the rule tracking your expenses cannot be overemphasized sometimes you have no idea the things that you're spending so much money on until you sit down to track your expenses they can reveal a very shocking spending pattern that you need to curb immediately this rule focuses on individual outcome that's the 50 30 20 rule it focuses on individual outcomes so budgeting for households may require adjustment so the 50 30 20 rule refers offers a simple framework to structure your budget it can promote um, responsible spending and help you prioritize financial goals it's a starting point really so it's not like a one-size-fits-all solution so you have to remember to analyze your unique situation and adapt the rule to fit um the rule that fits your needs the best then the second method we're going to talk about is the avalanche type debt so this way like the name would suggest you hurl everything in your income towards clearing your debt so you you drastically cut down on expenses and other um, financial obligations to take care of your debt so you restrict your budget to um only things that are basic utilities rent um groceries and food and then every other bit of your income excluding maybe emergency savings goes towards debt repayment that is a very like it's a drastic way to clear your debt and you know it, it is if you're one if it's just you and you know you can hack it you know that okay this month is me and this guy and then i'll just use all of my income to pay off my debt and things like that it's a very advisory way so by following these steps and implementing practical strategies you can effectively manage and reduce your debt while cultivating healthy financial habits for the future to find resources such as budget templates planners and tools please visit planwithgloria.com they have wonderful resources which i use personally and have found incredibly functional and helpful in sorting my finances i hope you learned a thing or two in this episode if you did please take a minute to rate the show and share to people who you think will find helpful until next time, stay frugal.